from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up in the first show of 2024, Ipswich City Council is keen to support local artists with a new art space in Darcy Doyle Place and plans for Fire Station 101 and the old woollen mills in North Ipswich. Councillor Andrew Fechner joins the show to explain how all this might work and what other support could be on offer for local artists. It's Friday, January 5, 2024, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. The old Ministry of Food in Darcy Doyle Place has been vacant for some time. This council-owned building sits between the Ipswich Art Gallery and the Community Gallery. Local councillors Marnie Doyle and Andrew Fechner have been cooking up new plans for the site and have one or two ideas on the drawing board to support local artists. Councillor Andrew Fechner joins me now. Thanks for speaking with Ipswich today, Andrew. Happy New Year, Alan. Lovely to be here. And a Happy New Year to you too. Firstly, how did council get to this position to create an arts hub space for local artists? I guess it's been more than a decade in the making with our arts community screaming out for different places to activate and to practice their art. So um, it's been a long time coming for a community that has, you know, generally felt that they're on the peripheral um, and not often considered when it comes to new infrastructure or creating a bit of buzz and excitement around. So I guess that long yearning of, you know, the arts community coupled with, you know, a few of the key strategic decisions that we've made here in council, i.e. having the creators of Ipswich Summit, which gets these creators together once a year um, to really distill what they're trying to say and understand how we can move forward. Um, This has been a running theme um, all throughout. They just want um, more places activated for them to practice their art. So I guess that's the genesis of the idea and then we had the perfect opportunity of uh, the old Jamie's kitchen space um, being vacant. I'm not sure if you're aware but um, the that um, company went into voluntary administration um, and exited. So we were kind of left wondering what we were going to do with that space. So we had a real opportunity to envisage something new um, in the cultural heart of the city. So what exactly are the plans for the building? There's a a range of cooktops in there at the moment, taking up a lot of space. I imagine they obviously have to be removed. Yeah, so there's a little bit of demolition involved. um, And when it comes to the equipment that's in there, Um, We've actually uh, reached out to Give It, um, which is a charitable organisation, to donate all of those appliances to um, so that they go to good homes. So we're not just throwing everything in there to landfill. We're trying our best to be um, sustainable, um, you know, corporate citizen and and government and um, really send that back into the market. So... Outside of that, um, it's just a little bit of fixing up um, to get the space more workable and usable. Um, But prior to its activation, we're actually going back out to the community to ask them what are the sorts of things that they want to see in that space. I think you've mentioned previously and elsewhere that uh, it's the visual artists that will, uh, will use this space, not all creative arts. Are you encouraging experienced and first-timers to come in together? 
Yeah, absolutely. I've actually um, been contacted by quite a few um, members of the arts community across Ipswich with their wonderful ideas. Um, I spoke to um, a lovely lady prior to Christmas and she wants to bring in um, uh, jewellery recycling and um, mending and fixing. And that's an initiative that um, I know Logan City Council really get behind where once a month a group of people go in and people bring old jewellery or small appliances and there are qualified people there to fix them, to test them, to send them back out into the market. So there are some really weird and wonderful ideas going on in there, but also just um, artists looking to activate the community gallery who might be able to do a bit of art practice um, in the lead up to an exhibition so people can drop in, see how the art's being made and, and, and really get to experience that before it's hung on the walls um, of the community gallery. So lots of different great ideas. How many artists could use the space at the same time? Has that been worked out? That hasn't been worked out to date, but I'm pretty sure that there could be multiple activations happening at one time in that space. It's pretty versatile. I mean, it's four walls and a couple of benches, so it really depends on the demeanour and the scale of the operation that artists choose to bring to the space. Andrew Fechner, has any thought been given to how bookings will be managed and equitable access? We haven't decided on that as yet. We do have a consultation piece that's um, yet to um, begin with the arts community to ask them how we can make that equitable and fair. Um, but if we're looking to other examples across the city, say Studio 188, um, there's a very simple um, booking system that, um, that they run there. So um, people apply, they go through a process and then they're awarded the space. So I can't imagine it being too far removed from something that we're already doing. Uh, also in your recent media statement, there was talk about what to do with Fire Station 101 and the old Woolen Mills in North Ipswich. Firstly, Fire Station 101, which was a real fire station for those who don't know, it's had several uses since Council somewhat controversially acquired the building. Is it currently being used? It's currently activated and guess what, primarily by the arts community. So um, prior to Christmas, um, we had a wonderful little black box uh, theatre set up in there and there was a production of It's a Wonderful Life radio play. So it was actually transformed into a performing arts space and that's occurred multiple times. Um, that occurred multiple times throughout 2023. Um, it's also been used by the Ipswich Arts Advisory Group um, for their meetings that are held. Um, and it's kind of that lingering hang on from uh, when it was used as the business hub as well. We have had members of the business community in there running capacity building workshops for small businesses. So it is quite well activated, um, but I guess you know, if we're looking to the future and we potentially outgrow the space and, as you said, um, you know, the Jamie's Kitchen space will, you know, be more of a visual arts studio, we need to kind of expand into something more and Fire Station 101 offers, you know, so many wonderful opportunities for us with recording spaces, with using it, you know, as a black box theatre and kind of formalising what that looks like for us. And being an old uh, state government public works building, it's solidly built, that's for sure. <laughs> it really is. It'll be it's, around a long time. <laughs> it's wonderful. And there's some opportunity to kind of renovate where the fireys used to um, sleep um, in that building there off to the side. Um, so that's currently vacant and needs some significant work um, done to it. But there's no telling what might happen in the future. I mean, you know, if I'm, you know, 
putting putting my own spin on it, how wonderful would it be to have a little uh, spot to have an artist in residence up there at the old fire station overlooking the city, hmm. um, you know, and but all those things are, you know, yet to be decided and we've got budget to consider. But um, I think, you know, it's good to look at these things with a fresh perspective and with a little bit of optimism. And if we can leave it to anyone, it's the arts community because they can do things on the smell of an oily rag. Um, that's for sure. Now to the old woolen mills. Uh, how bad is the state of the building? There's rumours it's almost beyond repair. It's not beyond repair. The latest advice that I've received is that um, it's a stable building, but to activate it in any sort of meaningful way, uh, as you can imagine, would require millions of dollars. Um, so I guess the idea of including the woolen mills as a foreshadowing exercise in the notice of motion was to think about some of those different and creative ways. Do we really need to be thinking about how we uh, activate the whole space and do a full renovation of the woolen mills? Or do we really just need to, you know, um, cut it off into bite-sized chunks to say, here's what $100,000 will get you there, here's what a million dollars will get you there, and there's what a $10 million redevelopment on that site would look like. Um, so I just kind of wanted to reframe the thinking on that space because it, it's not it's not all completely disastrous and broken and falling down, but to do anything there that we'd hang our hat on and say, that's a really beautiful place we'd love to visit, mm. um, it only takes a walkthrough to realise you need to spend a bit of coin there. And all that deliberation, though, talking about the, the very large amount of money needed to restore it, did Council ever consider selling the woollen mills in an as-is condition? That's not been a consideration of the council that I've been a part of. I thought at one stage before council bought it, there was talk of units being built above the flood line. Has there been any further consideration of that? No further consideration given to that on the Woolen Mill site. I mean, it is tricky because it is listed on the State Heritage Register. So there are some considerations that need to be made in any sort of redevelopment context. And finally, Andrew, you told Ipswich today in November that you're running again for council. We're in the new year, so election mode is certainly stepping up for March 16. Have the issues residents been telling you changed much between 2020 and 2024? It really depends on the residents that you speak to. I guess, um, you know, the, the residents just want council to be able to do the basics um, the roads, the rates and the rubbish. Um, but when it comes to more of those future looking things, the aspirations of community change all of the time. So we get wonderful ideas from members across community about how to make our community more livable every single week. We'll leave it there, Andrew Fechner. Thanks so much for speaking with Ipswich today. My pleasure, Alan. Thank you. And that's it for this episode. A reminder, it's local government election year with the elections on March 16. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening.
Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.